Welcome to the House of Terror podcast, episode one, the year of 2014, albums that were released in the metal genre. That's all I talk about. We had a lot of great metal albums that were released that year in 2004, and I can name a lot off the top of my head, Kill Switch Engages, The End of Heartache. Three Inches of Blood, Advance and Vanquish, God Forbids Gone Forever, Shadows Falls, The War Within, Cannibal Corpse, Wretched Spawn, Kitties Until the End, Lamb of God's Ashes of the Wake, the list goes on and on and on and on. Also, there was a debut album from two founding members of Pantera. Vinnie Paul, rest in peace. Dimebag Daryl, rest in peace. The band was called Damage Plant. That album was like Pantera on, basically it was like Pantera on steroids almost. It was a little bit more heavier, a little bit more groove oriented. It was a great album. And you had... Another good release from Cradle Filth. Amphetamine. That was a really good gothic black metal album. I remember listening to it a lot. But those albums we're not going to really get into that much. The albums that we are going to get into into depth. And a lot, and a lot of people are going to be like, whoa, you could have talked about this album, you could have talked about that. Yeah, I could have talked about a lot of albums that I just named, but these albums hold a special place in my heart. And I listen to them over and over and over and love them to death. And still listen to him today. Sorry, I was puffing on my beep. But these albums hit home with me every time I listen to them. And it was the year I graduated from high school, 2004. So there's a lot of albums that meant a lot to me that made an impact in my life that had served their place in life and hold still to this day. And we're going to talk about Slipknot's Volume 3, Subliminal Verses. We're going to talk about Behemoth's Demigod. We're going to talk about Demon Hunters, Summer of Darkness. And we're going to talk about In Flames, Soundtrack to Your Escape. So... People might not say, oh, those aren't the best albums ever released in 2004 and you're leaving off some other albums and stuff. I'm sorry. I can't get into every album that was released that year. So, and it's kind of hard because there was a lot of great albums. And I can discuss 2004 with people all day. That was a special time in my life. So... 
let's get into these albums. I don't know how long this podcast is going to be. I'm going to try to make it a little lengthy, but not too long, but not too short. So everybody can enjoy it. You can catch me on Instagram at twosweetjohn underscore 22. You can DM me with things you want me to talk about, bands you want me to talk about, albums you want to talk to me talk to me about that are coming out this year or previous years or bands I've never heard of that I should talk about listen to and then give my opinion on but let's start with these four albums right now that were released in 2004 let's talk about In Flames Escape Soundtrack to your escape. In Flames. Swedish band. Love them. I think this album was captured in a perfect moment for them. I can't remember what album they're coming off of from this. So... People don't jump on me about it if I can't remember what album was before Escape, a soundtrack to your escape. So don't jump on me about that. But we're going to talk about that album right now. First song starting off, Friend. Great song. Great. It's got groove to it. It's got melody. It's heavy. You can headbang to it all day. It's it's fast and it's furious. But it's got a certain type of groove to it where it it just syncs up perfect. And then the second track. The Quiet Place. Oh, I love this track. I can listen to it over and over and over and over. Such a great track. The guitars are perfect on it. The drums hit well on it. The vocals are just sound so great through it. And lyric content's good, great. Everything just is just right about that song. It's just one of those songs you just listen to. It's like the title of the CD. Soundtrack to your escape. And that's what it is. That's what this whole album is. With songs like Touch of Red, My Sweet Shadow, and other songs that go with this whole album. There's there's no fillers in it at all. There's a lot of great tracks that stand out to me on this album. And My Sweet Shadow is one of them. Just the melody of the song and everything and where it takes you and how it makes you feel. It it starts off slow and then in the chorus it gets heavy and then it goes back to like the slow melody melody parts and then it gets heavier again and it's just a great song. And then you got tracks like Like You Like You Better Dead. Like You Better Dead. That's a great song. Reminds me a lot of my ex-girlfriends. 
but we're not going to get into my personal life. But that's another great track. And Die Alone. And Dial 595 Escape. And there's many more and many more on this album. I know some Inflame fans are going to be like, whoa. That's not their best album and blah, blah, blah. So, well, to me it is. It's one of their best albums in their discography. And they're a great band. And you can't knock them for that. But. Let's get into the next album I really want to get into and that is Demon Hunter Summer of Darkness if you don't know who Demon Hunter is go check them out but I'm going to fair warn you now they are a Christian metal band do they say they're a Christian metal band Hmm. somewhat yes somewhat no but they are a Christian metal band. And they're one of my favorite bands. They've been one of my favorite bands since their first album. But let's get into their second album. Right now. Summer of Darkness. Right off the bat. First track, hits you like a punch. Not de- not ready to die. Perfect lyric content. Very positive. Puts you in that mood where you're like, I'm not ready to die. And you're ready to fight for anything you believe in. And it's a great track. And... It's got great balance of slow and fast stuff in between. It's just a groove-oriented track, and it keeps you going through the whole thing. And another track that was their break, to me, their breakout single that then everybody knew was My Heart Strings Come Undone. Very soft, very, very well put together. Has a nice, it doesn't go slow, but it doesn't go too fast. It's, it's one of those tracks that, that you listen to and you can go, I get them. I get this band where they're coming from and everything like that. And. And it's perfect. And there's other tracks on there. Our Faces Fall Apart's a really good track. Less Than Nothing's a really good track. The title track, Song of Darkness, is a really good track. Um, another track that I love listening to a lot is Beauty Through Its Eyes of a Predator. That's a really great track. You can take the song title for what it is. 
but it's a really good track. It's groovy, it's heavy, it it gets you up and going, it gets you head banging, it does a lot. This album will do a lot for you. It's done a lot for me, It I listen to it. I haven't listened to it in a while, but now when I started listening to it again, I was like, whoa, I forgot how great this album was. And it blew me away. And it's a great album. So, if you're interested, go listen to Demon Hunters, Son of Darkness. Or go to listen to any Demon Hunters albums. They're really good. They got a new one coming out. They got two albums coming out that I'm going to review in March. I can't wait to hear those. War and Peace. I'm dying to hear that. That double album. Now, let's get into... A non-Christian band. A black and death metal band called Behemoth. Everybody knows who Behemoth is. Great band. Heavy as fuck. Fast. Just... Mmm. And their album, Demigod. Demigod, oh, I remember listening to this album. Remember seeing the Slave Shall Serve video. When it first came out on YouTube. Oh, I was so blown away. I was like, oh. I was like, who's this band? Because I've never heard Behemoth before until this album. This album got me into Behemoth. And I've been listening to Behemoth since then. I'm not a super fan. I love certain albums from discography. This is one of my favorite albums from their discography. But this is the this is the album that got me into them. And they kept putting out good albums after this, after this one. And I kept steady listening and kept steady buying. But songs like Demigod and Conquer All and the song Slave Shall Serve, all they're heavy and fast and just brutal and straight to the, it's like a punch to the face over and over. And they're, Great. The whole album, great. It keeps you going. It has some slower parts, but it has some super heavy parts. And Nurgle vocals just crush it. That's why their last album, And Satanist, reminds me of Demigod. I think they went back to the roots of Demigod. People might say otherwise, but... I think those two albums that they just released, Satanist and their latest album, remind me of Demigod a lot. And I love them. I love both of those albums. I love all their albums they've released. I don't know about their earlier stuff. I'm still kind of iffy on them. But from Demigod and above, I love. Their first couple albums, I'm kind of iffy on, but it's I have they have to grow on me. I haven't listened to them a lot, and I still have to listen to them. And the last album, everybody knows this album has the big hit song on it. This really broke them out to the mainstream, and I'm talking about Slipknot. Volume 3, Subliminal Verses. Yes. 
they were in the mainstream already in the metal world but this pushed them even farther out there like way farther out there and this album from front to back is a great album does it stand up to Iowa in my eyes no but it's something different than Iowa yes Their first three albums were the best. And Volume 3. Oh, I love this album. With songs like Blisters of Existence, 3 Nil, Duality, Circle, Welcome, Pulse of the Maggots, Before I Forget, The Milia. Part one and part two, the nameless. It's it's a solid good album. Yeah, I know a lot of people are gonna say, oh well, he got off a tour with Stone Sour and Stone Sour kind of bleeded into it. Yes, Stone Sour did kind of bleed into the Slipknot album, but you don't hear it a lot. Slipknot sounds different than Stone Sour. Stone Sour sounds different than Slipknot, but you can hear a little bit of Stone Sour influence into it. But, man, like, songs like Blisters of Existence, Blisters of Existence, just the pumbling sounds and the pace and the, and then in the middle of the song, you hear the marching drums from Chris and Clown, and it's just, it's amazing what they did with this album and how much work they put into it. And one of their biggest songs they released, Duality. That song gets played live and everybody sings it. I don't care if you're a Slipknot fan or not. You'll still sing it. And it's just a great album. And their Grammy nominated and Grammy award winning song, Before I Forget. That's a badass song it's a great song and I heard a little story through it that Rick Rubin and Corey were fighting over it and and I'm glad it stayed its way stayed the same because it's a great song and it's and it's a good album to listen to and these four albums to me in 2004 were my essence albums of that year and they're my go-to album and they're just perfect to listen to every day if you're angry, happy, sad. They're just, they put you in a mood. And and it takes me back to that year and it puts a smile on my face. But the podcast is coming to an end. And I have to thank everybody for listening. And showing me some love. There's more coming after that. Um, like I said in the podcast before. If you want for me to talk about. A band that you really like. That I never heard of. Or a band that. You really like. And you, and I, and you want me to talk about them. Or give their album a listen. 
If you have an album that I want to listen to or anything like that you think I'd listen to, shoot it my way through my DMs at my Instagram at two sweet John underscore 22. Yeah, just shoot me a DM of a band that you think I'd like. An album that a band I've never heard of and one of their albums that I might like. Um, a specific year that you want me to talk about. Besides the 70s and 80s. Only 90s and above. Sorry, I don't know about the 80s and 70s. Sorry, people. But... Respect those two years in metal history. So, just shoot me a DM. Thank you for listening. Episode 2 will be up soon. It'll be the Bring Me the Horizon new album, Amos. And I will be reviewing it. And that'll be it. Y'all have a nice day. And throw your horns up.